Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode, but not just any episode. This is a whole new year for everybody. Hope everybody had a good, great year out there in the year before. You know what I mean? Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to, to another, another ep, ep, episode of, of, of the, 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 behold, 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 a pale podcast. You know, ladies and gentlemen, me and Alex have been, we were abducted and we were put on ice. Uh, I don't, you know, rumor has it that the last episode wasn't even us. You know what I mean? The last episode you guys heard, we got maybe like trillions of emails and texts on the phone saying, hey, where are you guys at? You guys dead for real? What's going on? You get, they, they, they get you type stuff and... We're only dead emotionally, dead inside. That's that's how we roll. DOA, DOA, you know, the only way. Dead on arrival. Beholding a pale podcast. And if we weren't dead already, what other what other way to get dead than to talk about the Clintons? And that's what we're going to be doing today in the new episode of Behold the Pale Podcast. So, uh, great Alexander the Great over there. Good to see you. Bound to him, you know what it's I mean? It's good to see that you're still alive. The men in black didn't drag you away kicking and screaming. The men in gray came for me. Oh, they're a lot better. They're they're not as bad as the men in black. The men in gray give you cookies while you wait to get interrogated. You yeah. Know? Yeah, they're a, a shade lower than the men in black. It's all ghoul. It's all ghoul. You know what I mean? But with that being said, we st- we do still have... A handful of Behold the Pill podcast co-hosts that they still got on, they still got them tied up somewhere. We've got armies of our own out there trying to find them and free them as we speak. But yeah, you know. they're probably locked in some black site somewhere. But you know how it is. You gotta gotta sneak on and uh, take them out uh, under the cover of darkness. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sunday in our team, you know, it's the holidays. You you bring the teams back. 
you don't want to have them away from their families when they're searching for the, the co-hosts of Behold the Pill podcast, you know what I mean? That'd be a terrible deal. But, um, you know, today's episode is on Vincent Foster, of course, you know what I mean, as in the headline. Um, was the murder or suicide at all? You know what I mean? It's one of those crazy things connected to the Clinton fam. I think Billy knew him for like 40 plus years. Um, and even before, I think he was a mentor, you say, right? That was what we were driving. Well, uh, from the few things I've watched and read that, uh, I think he was a, he was a mentor to Hillary Clinton. Um, I think uh, he got her into the law firm or something like that. Uh, he was very instrumental in, you know, helping her get to where she was before they became, you know, the the first lady and the president. And when they did, uh, they brought him along to, you know, into the White House as a trusted friend and a, a, a mentor and uh, someone that was really connected with him. So, you know. Uh, when the, you've taken the, over the big, big, big chair, you want to bring in people that you can trust or believe you can trust. That's no feat either. You know, getting into a law firm back in, firm back in a day like that was like getting jumped into a gang. You know what I mean? They have to beat you down or do something like that. I, I, or maybe it could be mafioso. Maybe you're gonna put a one between someone's eye sockets. You know what I mean? Maybe you gotta, maybe you gotta requiem for a dream, double it up. You know what I mean? Party hardy for the boys. Give them a nice show. Maybe get physical with it. Um, I think there's all different, you know, that's a whole different time in world politics. I think they've always been fucked up. It's just like they're not, they, they're now more so under the magnifying glass. You know what I mean? I can only imagine the deeds, like the, the deeds from that, the people from that era are the people that you really don't want to play the games with. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, when you're dealing with people, well, when you're dealing with anyone with power, whether it's on a smaller scale or as big scale as, you know, the, uh, you know, the government, U.S. government, that it's all filled with secrets, all with, you know, um, who can you trust, who can you not trust, everyone's uh, doubting loyalties, you show any weakness, um, you're out, uh, on the good days, they fire you. On the bad days, they 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 uh, give you cement they, shoes. I mean, it's... They give, no, there's fire you, and then there's fire you. One, you yeah, but I don't think they want to waste the money on the gasoline. They'll probably just you know dump you in in in, in the deep ocean somewhere. <laughs> I've always said, what a horrifying death that is. You know what I mean. The cement shoe death, my goodness. I know people say that drownings were the best ways to go out, supposedly. I don't quite believe. Plus, nobody really is able to come back to test that theory, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, we all know the best way to die is old age. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, Yeah, so, I mean... You gotta go out violent. You go with the pot behind the head or something, not know it's coming, then that'd be, I guess, all right. In that circumstance, but yeah, think about the horrifyingness of you're getting, you're going in, you're alive. That's the worst part. You're alive, right? So you go in and you just know that you're going. I hope you like the ocean. I hope you're a boat person. You know what I mean? I hope we got salt life going. You know what I mean? So like, you're going to the bottom of wherever. God knows how deep it is. Horrifying. 
and you know you're you're going to be dead probably halfway down, uh, but your body continues. It's kind of an inspirational thing, you know what I mean? Uh, and it continues to go to the bottom, and you know then you got to be a home for crabs and octopus and all types of weird, crazy things going in and out of your eye sockets. You know what I mean? It's got uh, horrifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Now the fire, fire and fire burn. It's very uh, symbolic when you burn them up too. But, uh, you know, one of the most troubling questions in the mystery surrounding the White House deputy counsel, Vincent Foster's alleged suicide is why in his final days, he behaved so unlike a man contemplating suicide, gave no indication it was coming down. Uh, the people close to him had no fucking idea what was going down. Uh, he was not terribly distraught in his new life in Washington, D.C., uh, that he wanted to kill himself. You know what I mean? He was digging it. He was loving it. He made it to the big seat. You know, like I said, 42 years with, uh, with the Clinton running with the Clintons and, uh, they bumped up when they got the big bump. You know, it was time to let their buddy get the big bump. You know what I mean? Uh, set aside. You know what I mean? So he he was at that very evening that he was found dead. He had enthusiastically set aside time to take his children on an outing uh, with the anticipated arrival of his sister and niece flying in from Arkansas on the following day. He had promised them that he would escort them personally around the nation's capital with a bonus of a special lunch at the White House. All right, well... First of all, I want to tell you, with what you know, with what you know about what we're about to get into, first of all, off the bat, you know, I'm kind of 50 50 on what it could be. If he, if he, if he, I'm not fully sold that the Clintons killed him. I think it's, there is kind of possibilities that maybe he could have killed himself off. Um, and even if it, even if it, even if the Clintons told him he had to kill himself off, I feel, which I do think that the it, it put politics get that mafioso. Like um, our boy Bill, uh, Bud, Bud Dwyer, Buddy Butterfugo's father, uh, Bud Dwyer, fucking like him blowing his head off. I don't. I'm not fully sold on whether he did that out of shame or like to get his mom, his family some insurance money, or if he did that because higher ups in that in that world were like, "You fucked up big time, brother," and you gotta you gotta you gotta put the fucking period at the end of the sentence and say this is over now. Look what Bud did. Now we don't talk about this anymore. And make it all good for the people above type deal. It could have been a situation like that, too, where he was told to do it. In. But it'll be interesting to roam through uh, the facts and the research that we, we've done over the last, you know, 13 months preparing for this episode. Because we're very professional, like Grant Alexander. <laughs> all right. So what's your opinion on that, Hawkman? Well, I mean, the thing is that uh, there's a lot of possibilities. Um I mean, of course, going with what you said with, you know, uh, having the family coming in, having the plans of, you know, walking them around uh, and showing them D.C. and all that, that definitely pushes towards the belief that he definitely wasn't planning on killing himself. Um, Then again, I've talked to a lot of people that, uh, you know, that have had people in their life commit suicide. And they say, you know, you would never guess in a million years that they would. The thing I... about depression, suicide, and all that is this, 
there's some telltale signs. There's some obvious signs. Um, but those that give off the obvious signs are ones who are, I think, hoping that someone steps in and convinces them not to. Yeah. And when I think when someone is definitely, you know, is like, I'm going to do this. No one's going to stop me. They they keep it internalized. They might just keep on going, setting things up, making it look like, you know, things are going to uh, keep on rolling and then, you know, decide that, you know, they're going to do it, um, uh, do it like that. Of course, I do have to admit that from the little bit I heard, it 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 doesn't feel quite right. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I would think that if he was honestly thinking about killing himself, you know, he might you know call up the, the family and say, "Hey, you know, how you doing?" Maybe have like a heartfelt talk or something. And then go ahead with it, but inviting the family and making plans and that kind of stuff for a future that he's not going to have, that definitely adds to the question of whether he was planning on killing himself uh, at that moment. Another possibility is that something we don't know was going down. And as we know, whether you're in the mob or in politics... You know, there's always has to be a scapegoat. And if he was, uh, you know, the uh, uh, big trusted uh, of the Clintons and something big was going down, they might have convinced him like, hey, dude, you have to do this uh, for the cause. Because sometimes when when you're dealing with these people. It usually be uh, something we get discovered. I think yeah. it'd be a it'd be a situation where something was about to come out that like yeah. strong involved him or something, you know, yeah. so, you know something like that. Because it, when you see like the little the cover up weird things that you know, it's usually something just popped and they they yeah. got to cover it up. Here's one of the things. Now, the question is: Okay, we can go with the fact. This just for argument's sake that it was suicide. He did actually kill himself. Okay. I do, want to, is, I, I do want to make a comment before you go further that I it could have been. I agree with you that it could have been an abrupt thing. And the the thing you were saying is like there would be different strokes for different folks, different people do different things. There will be certain people. There'll be people that'll let on, let on like a couple of days or so probably before that that they're gonna do it. That like okay, this is kind of my last reach out. But I, I there's definitely ones that like you were saying they get into that zone of pretending so much that they're like cool that it's like almost hard to shut that off like a wrestler. And I think they just ride it. And that it could be that situation here with this a little bit. Yeah. Where like, well, I mean, here's another thing. Family, like that's why the family was rolling out still. Yeah. He just hit a moment. Like something, maybe got a phone call that confirmed something or whatever. And he wasn't expecting that or something, whatever. And he was just like, all right, I guess now's the time. You know, there was this dude named Ronnie McNutt. I seen a. Uh, I found out about him recently. Uh, he was like a, a podcaster guy from Mississippi, and uh, going through a lot of hardship, and um, was fucking killed himself on like Facebook or something like that. And uh, he was like, he he was talking for hours to people on a chat, 
And then, like, he tried to call his girlfriend, and it was just like, she said something to him, and he was like, all right. And then he just put hung up and, like, did it. So it's something like that, where it's like, yeah, they'll do the cat and mouse thing for hours and hours and hours. But then there's, like, that one weird thing that comes up that is just a one thing that made, in his mind, made him go, all right, now's the time it has to happen type deal. So, like... The family coming isn't kind of a weird thing because it could have been something that set him off. But continue. Continue. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the thing is that it could be one of those things that was, again, going with what Matt said, that something triggered, something happened where, you know, he has everyone everyone, um, planning on coming and then, you know, he gets that call. He gets something that... You know, he's like, well, if I don't do something now, something that would come out and do more harm to my family than me killing myself might happen. It could be anything from disgrace, from losing money, from, I mean, maybe because he was so entwined with the uh, Clintons, maybe that, and, and since he was friends with them for 42 years, I mean, when you are in that kind of, um, you know, place, it's almost like a cult, okay? Where the fact is that you might consider that something's going down the pike, okay? Someone has to sacrifice themselves to, um, you know, drive the investigation or, uh, you know, kind of bring people to focus on something else. Right. And I don't know what that is. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we hear a lot of stuff, but there's a lot more stuff that we'll never hear about unless you end up, you know, being ushered into, like, the CIA or the FBI, where you get to go into all those documents of things that were happening behind the scenes that uh, that no one knows about. But, I mean, the th- fact is that it itself... The timing is kind of weird. And the fact that they had six different investigations into this. Because, like everyone said, that it was very weird that he just suddenly did this. And, of course, when something like this happens, everyone wants an explanation. There has to be a reason. There's something in his mind that he made him make that decision. And we as people need to have that information just to go on with life because, I mean, if someone like him who seemed to be happy living at the top of his game, you know, working with, you know, friends he's been friends with for years, you know, now like a a major position in the government, and then all of a sudden, you know, decides to end it. It's, it's, It's something that... We as people can't really understand or accept is that someone decides everything's going great. I'm going to kill myself. Okay. Now the fact is that there's always a lot of other things going on that we don't know about in the turmoil, how people, you know, deal with stress, how, how things affect them. I mean, a lot of the times that I find when I, I talk to people that, deal with depression and suicide is the thought that them killing themselves will help, you know, their loved ones. It's like, this is the only course of action 
so my loved ones will be safe or be taken care of or something like that. So maybe there's something that was going on that he was afraid that if he was alive and 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 things, you know, came to light, he didn't want, you know, he thought that it would destroy his family. So he decided that instead of taking that risk, he ends it. Um, it could be as simple as someone said to blackmail, say that they got pictures of him doing something shady. Or it could be something, you know, more, you know, involved with his government job. The fact is we don't know the answer. But, I mean, the fact that they had six different, and even they had uh, people that were not in the Clintons' camp do the uh, investigation. People that would actually would have loved to throw the the Clintons underneath and stomp on their necks, stomp which their they ne- also did not find any any of course to believe that this wasn't suicide. So here is the conundrum. Okay, yeah, the fact that it probably was suicide. Now the question is, the real conspiracy is why did he do it? What set him off? Was this just a personal thing? Was he diddling his secretary? And that was going to probably come out. And he couldn't take the chance that it would destroy his family unit. Or could it be that he was doing shady stuff for the Clintons? And it was coming to a point where either he couldn't keep on doing it, or it might come to light, or that if he messed up, you know, his family would suffer because of it. And that kind of stress is another good reason to decide to, like, you know what, I'm going to, I know I got everyone coming, I'm going to end it, and there's no need to go any further, no need to go down the rabbit hole and worry about, you know, my family getting hurt because of this. I think his family was very strict, and they were very, like, you know, thought they were the bomb diggity shiggity shoe. And I think that he was unable to provide that special lunch that he promised to his sister and niece. And he know she's going to go back home and I'm going to be the fucking laughing stock of the family. I'm a ding dong around Christmas time because he all 42 years. We're talking about a relationship with these and they can't hook them up with a special lunch. Now that that's why he probably went out, went out of business. You know what I mean? So according to students of the mystery, there is no question that Vincent Foster was a troubled man and was uncomfortable working with the president as deputy counsel. Interesting, because he's uh, he's been kicking with him for a while. Foster's association with the uh, with President Bill Clinton was primarily through the first lady Hillary Clinton, with whom he had been uh, partners at a law firm in Little Rock, Arkansas. With like you said, for years, Clinton insiders were aware that Hillary and Foster had shared a romantic relationship in Arkansas and that they maintained the affair when the Clintons moved to the White House. Very interesting. You know, the Clintons... So, so you're saying that the uh, the stain on uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky's dress could have been this guy? Maybe. Something <laughs> like that. You know, there's so many weird sex theories and stuff like that about the Clintons and what they who, who they prefer, what they prefer, you know what I mean? Um you know that they're just. Well, together. I mean, I mean, heck, you can't give Hillary that. crap on that because I mean, heck, Billy Bowie was, you know, fucking Monica Lewinsky. So you well, know, Billy? 
people talk about the 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 body list, you know, the death list of the people that kind of try and try to speak up against them or whatever in politics. Like I love, I would love to see the numbers of the fucking death list on the the the, the girls that Billy was popping and fucking had to go away. Like I could only imagine. imagine. That's like all the all the missing teenage women in, in, in fucking Arkansas are all like people that uh, BC was probably getting down with, and not our BC, but the BC, and uh, yeah, getting wild. Not the BBC, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the fact is, let's uh, go with the uh, belief that he and and Hillary had an affair. That that's probably why she brought him up to you know the uh, the White House. So when Billy's with Monica. She's with uh, with this dude, um, and of course, you know the the reason that uh, he ended up uh, popping himself could be related to that. Maybe uh, was getting too uh, too hot and heavy and too you know too much for him. And well, if he had a also, way, hmm? if, he, if he had a family of his own, that would be problematic. If he was trying to go on the straight and narrow or something, and, yeah. And 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 it could be the fact that maybe Hillary didn't want to stop, and she gave him like you know this is how it is. I'm the first lady, okay. We're going to keep doing this, okay. And if you stop doing this, I'll tell your wife. And maybe that was enough for him to be like, you know what? I can't have this. I got to you know nip this in the bud. The only way out I see is you know, killing myself. But I'd rather die and not let my painful secret come out. Hmm. Um, of course, the funny thing is, as soon as you kill yourself, all these questions come apparent. So, I. But then again, when you're talking to a lot of people who are thinking this way, they don't think that they're like, "Well, yeah. these are the only options I see. I have to make a decision quick because if I wait too long, you know, there's going to be fallout." And hmm? so because of the tense situation between himself and the Clintons, brother, it was very tense. You know what I mean? As you can imagine. And you know why? Because of his knowledge over facts of the Whitewater scandal. Conspiracy theorists, you know, I would never say that about ourselves. More of a truther vibe, I think, surgeon. Uh, maintained that Foster attended to resign in July 21st of 1993. And once you resign, I think that they don't like you to tell things that were top secret, but I don't know if it's still, I don't know. I assume probably, yeah, you're probably oath not to talk about shit like that in the spiritual world. They'll yeah. give you depression. Okay. You get you all fucking moping around the house and, and fatigued. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean, I mean, the thing is that when you're doing that, I, I'm sure that there's a thousand, especially since he's a lawyer, there's thousands of technical, if you're trying to leave a position like that, where you have to sign non-disclosure agreements and all that to make sure that you don't spill top secret information or whatever. And the fact is that maybe he had had a problem with that, that he just couldn't couldn't deal with all the uh, secrets and stuff that were piling on them. Yeah, maybe he saw coming. something. Maybe he found something that, you know, just shook him to the core that he knew that even if he left, it would haunt him. 
and you know maybe uh, maybe when they got to the when he went to the this, he went over Hillary's for a little umga umba umba ba 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 umba uh, maybe it wasn't just Hillary anymore it used to be just Hillary now it's Bill's there too that's very weird but not only just Bill we got like we got a what are these some kids we got in the mix or something or what's this an alien life form we got in the mix what's going on over here. Wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. You already got Bill Clinton there. That's your alien life form, dude. You know, they talk about how there's a theory to Marilyn Monroe's death that one of the reasons why she had to go away was because uh, Kennedy, when they were having their affair, uh, Kennedy, like, showed her the aliens and she was going to go f- come forward about it. I don't think that's the theory that is correct to Mundo. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I believe like that cool there's... Maybe that's how you show, that's how you push your waiter. Like, you want to impress somebody when you're in that place, you go, Hey, I'm going to go show you the aliens. You know, that's, that's probably the coolest of the cools. I know if I knew a high up politician, um, and they wanted to, you know, not douse me in gasoline, but bring me to a, a nice thing like that, then I'd say, let's go see some aliens, brother. Let's go do, let's see the aliens. Let's see the secrets. Well, I mean, heck, they've already released that aliens are real, which we all kind of already knew. They probably so, can play poker with them and stuff. Of course, I do find it funny when they did release it, everyone's like, okay, we're not impressed. We don't give a crap. We've no stuff to worry about. It's like a parent telling their kid at like 25 years old, there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah. oh, there's no Santa Claus. We figured that well, one out. I think I kind of figured that out about like 20 years ago. Yeah. So now on the morning of July 20th, Foster attended the White House announcement of Louis Freyan's appointment as the new dictate, uh, director of the FBI. Uh, Foster had scheduled a private meeting with President Bill Clinton for the next day, a meeting at which they many believe Foster intended to resign at the White House Deputy Council. At midday on July 20th, Foster told his secretary, Deborah Gorham, that he would be right back. On the way out of his office, he offered his co-worker, Linda Tripp, uh, the, remain- the, the remainder of the M&Ms from his lunch tray. It wasn't Linda Tripp, the, the same person involved in the Monica Lewinsky thing? That was one trying to get well, Clinton. Yeah, Lin- I think I think... If I remember correctly, Linda Tripp was one of the women that... Uh, uh, Billy Boy, big. you know, slipped the cigar to I don't her, think, I think he slipped a cigar to her. I think she might have been. I don't know, maybe. I feel like. I know she was definitely involved in, in the Monica Lewinsky stuff. I, think she I mean, she wanted the cigar slipping or something like that, but then got it or something like that. I forget, I forget what the deal yeah, was. See, yeah, I mean, she, she was, was either a witness to some of the shit that went down. I, I could have sworn there was something else also going on with her and Bill Clinton. I feel but, like she's yeah. the first Karen character, maybe. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't remember the I'm only twenty two years old. I don't know these things, you know what I mean? This is way before my, my time. Um, but he had a scheduled meeting with the president later that day. That's when he was gonna get down on it. Now in midday, after you know, saying giving his M and M's up, um, from his lunch tray, you know, that's very it reminds me of high school. You know, I might have been in in the, in the high school days. Maybe. Well, I mean, heck, if you remember one of the telltale signs of, of people thinking about suicide is giving away their stuff, usually it's something a little bit more <laughs> serious, uh, 
like you know their 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 favorite um uh you know jersey or or, or you know the uh the the sock they used to spank into but uh that's good stuff you know maybe but, i mean heck, heck i mean the m&ms in in the trays and hey i i'm going to end it all you can have my m&ms i don't want them to be wasted Maybe he was very mean to her and called her terrible names from that era, like fat and pig and stuff like that. Horrifying stuff. Things we've all been called here on Behold the Pill podcast. And um, he, this was his, his trying to make amends was here. Eat some of my M&Ms. That's my love for you. That's my his. That's almost a good swan song if he was an asshole like that. That'd be a nice little. Then you, they're almost like giving her. Was this dude going to kill himself on his lunch break or something? the fuck's going on? Maybe it was like the biggest giveaway of all and nobody, he was trying to do a scream, scream out for help, let people know he needed help. Yeah. Um, but that was the last time they seen Mr. Foster alive, brother. Uh, the White House equipped uh, with the most sophisticated entry control and video surveillance systems in the world, yet there is no video record of Foster leaving. Kind of like Epstein, though. Know. Neither does there exist any, they don't like uh, cameras. I don't, I don't blame them, I guess. Neither does there exist any logbook entry, uh, to show that he signed out of the building. Students of the circumstances surrounding Foster's alleged suicide are convinced that he was somehow taken out of the building undetected and against his will. You'd think he'd sign out, but this, I do believe that people, if they're going to punch their ticket and they can make it a little more interesting, why not? Like, if you can build, like, a questionable conspiracy around it, whether whether you're doing it for, like, a why not aspect of ent- in entertaining for the entertainment for the folks left, or if you're doing it to almost blackmail or create a situation that isn't real. Well, also another possibility is the mm-hmm. fact that the, the reason he killed himself might have got caught on tape. Like, uh, he met... You know, he's supposed to meet Bill Clinton but he end, uh, uh, later that day, but he runs into Hillary and they have a heated exchange. Or, you know, she's like, I'm going to, you know, destroy your career because you won't do this for me. And, you know, and you have to say this to Bill or I'm going to, you know. Imagine and, if the, it was like a, was a sex tape, like it was him and Hillary meeting up and that's at that time. That's why well, it, it might not it, even be a sex tape. It could simply be him and Hillary having a conversation or him meeting someone else that was, uh, you know, involved in some shady dealings. Maybe the fact he, is, the fact is that he'd be cheating on Hill. You don't cheat on the Hill. The Hill cheats on you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, the fact is that I mean, if we're just Going with the uh, fact, and everyone keep uh, that that's investigated this claims that he killed himself. Okay, let's let's have a little fun with this. Let's look at the reasons why he would do that, and especially with everything leading up, it looks like he has absolutely no plan on doing that. Now, yeah. now the fact is that there's obvious some, um, you know, either video and other stuff. That is missing. Now, could that because going with the, you know, more of the movie trope of some guys, uh, you know, decide to grab him, throw him in the van, take him down by the river, 
Down and by then, the river. Down by the river. And then, the you know, yeah. and, and, and uh, kill him and make it look like a suicide. Oh, it could very simply just be the fact that something happened, okay? During that time, when he's going to lunch, he met somebody, he saw somebody, he, you know, something happened that might have been caught on video or and and someone who, who knew that they didn't want anyone to look into that reason of why he killed himself because that would then open a can of worms that they didn't want. And uh, they got rid of that evidence. So yeah. all you're stuck with is, you know, what seems to be just a regular <clears throat> suicide. And and when 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 people do an investigation and they rule it, uh, they look at all of the ways that it could be something else and it comes up as suicide, most people are going to be like, okay, it's suicide, move on. They don't look into why. Right. Why well, did he get, kill himself? Of course... Everyone, you know, who knows him and all this as well, they could never think of it. But, again, there's always different reasons. It could be, you know, he thinks uh, something came up and that... I think, you know, I think a lot of people saying that he, he, I never would have thought it or he didn't look it, I think that's kind of the guilt of not noticing things. You know what I mean? Or, or wanting to say, oh, he, it was a good person, like a compliment to the deceased type thing. Could be, could be. I mean, the fact is that depending on the person, I know that, uh, I mean, there's one guy that I have to admit I didn't know that well, but uh, went to a bunch of parties, hang, hung out with, or we did a few stage uh, plays in college. What a Great cocaine. guy. And, uh, I mean, honestly, he was a guy that I thought would be going places after college. I think it was a year or two afterwards, I was on Facebook trying to reconnect with some old college friends and found that he died from suicide. Right. And, and this was a guy that, you know, in my opinion, could have been the next rock. I mean, he was into wrestling, good-looking guy, talented, could sing, could act. But um, for whatever reason, you know, he did that. I mean, he, there was nothing that came off it would even make me think that this guy was uh, was even capable of thinking of, of harming himself. And that could be the same thing with this guy. And, of course, when you're dealing with politics, there's always a lot of shady stuff going down. And the fa uh, fact, de depending on the person, depends on how they deal with it. could right. very simply be that something that he think that he couldn't handle and he knew that if he was still around, especially since he was supposed to have a conversation with Bill Clinton right before he killed himself, it could be something that he has to tell Bill, the president. He has to tell the president or, you know, something worse would happen. Even that, but, even making that call of not wanting, because realistically working for them would be a better job financially, you know what I mean, the whole deal. So yeah. maybe he was regretful of having to actually not a lot, not to, to resign. Like maybe he, he was like, you know, I came no. from here, now I'm here. No, no, no. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, the thing is that, thing do, but it could also mess with your head when even doing the right thing and taking that loss could still I, fuck. I guess, but no. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, we're talking with you. It's called hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, if we're going with the fact <laughs> that he was going to go to the meeting with Bill Clinton to resign. 
Okay. Yeah. That's right. Then something might have come up where his resignation would only cause more headache down the line for, you know, his family or something. That and 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 the fact is and also he couldn't, you know, just say, Oh, I'm kidding, I'm not gonna resign, I'll keep on working. I mean the fact is something happened that we don't know what it was. And I, right now, I don't think, from what I read, there was any obvious uh, form of, of foul play. And and when I'm I'm talking about foul play, I'm solely I'm talking about someone else actually killing him. Yeah, this I don't is, think I, that's what happened. I think he did kill himself. But the thing is, the reason behind it was it just because he was depressed and 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 couldn't handle it anymore. But if he's going to go and have a meeting with the president and say, dude, I'm I'm going to resign, and that's pretty much, he's already set that out in motion, okay, then something bigger had to happen. Where yeah. he's like, I have family flying in, but I'd rather they find out that I died than what this thing is. And I can't resign to get out of it. I can't just say, Sorry, I'm not going to resign. I have to keep. I'll keep on working as long as this info doesn't get out. So, something put him in between a rock and a hard place where he had to, you know, uh, where he made the rash decision that ending his life was the best uh, alternative out of all the options. This is my resignation to the gangster nation, and it. Several hours after Foster told the secretary that he would return shortly, his body was found in Fort Marcy Park in a Virginia suburb outside of Washington. He appeared to have committed suicide by placing uh, the barrel of a thirty-eight pistol in his mouth and pulling the trigger till it went click. Uh, the U.S. Park Police were the first to investigate but according to the conspiracy theorists, they neglected the protocol that happens a lot, mandating that all the suspected suicides first be investigated by homicides, as homicides, rather. In addition, they failed to retain such evidence as Foster's beeper and uh, were remiss in not conducting a thorough search of the crime scene and the surrounding area. Overexposed photographs of the scene uh, were considered worthless by the subsequent investigators. And later, the x-rays of uh, Foster's skull along with the ineffective crime scene photographs, just disappeared. Bognine. Bognine shit. The timeline of Foster's death becomes greatly jumbled. Some witnesses stated that Foster's office was being cleaned out before the park office uh, police arrived to seal it. Several boxes of documents were allegedly removed by Hillary Clinton's chief of staff, Margaret Williams, and carried to the private residence area of the White House. Yabba dabba do now. Do you want to comment quickly on any of that? Yeah. I mean, the thing is that, again, uh, it could very simply be the fact that something was going down. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's been with the Hillary's, uh, uh, Hillary and, and Bill at the camp for 42 years. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying that there's any loyalty or any tr- real thing with them. Right. But the fact is, if we're going on with the, uh, and, 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 you know, from those things, overexposed photos and all that, 
Yeah, it looks like sloppy police work, which, you know, is not surprising. Um, if he was resigning, it's not unlikely that they'd be taking stuff out of his office and stuff like that, you'd think. You know what yeah. I mean? People knew about it ahead of day. I'm sure it was talked before he officially went to the president was like, there's my badge and gun, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and the fact is that I'm... The question is, why did he drive out there to kill himself? That's actually what interests me, okay? I mean, if you're going to kill yourself, there's always easier ways uh, and and quicker ways to do it. Now, what I I find is when when someone's going to commit suicide, they want to kill themselves usually, if not uh, by a place that means something to them, or because of convenience, okay. Now, I don't know. I feel like I. I feel like yeah. I. I don't know for sure, but you'd you'd th- feel like that final, final place would be thought about. You'd think, you know what I mean? Unless See, it's that's a, why I think that it could have been. I mean, abrupt. It, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, the thing, the thing is that. You like to think that a, that someone's going to commit suicide, that they'll think a lot about it, they'll plan it. That's why there's a lot of times where you hear about suicide victims, I, I mean, suicide, people who commit suicide, um, yeah. uh, you know, giving away stuff, giving away the, the stuff that means to the, uh, to people that they care yeah, about, yeah. you know, as, 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 as a way distance, of moving. They often distance themselves from relationships, too, like yeah. they'll... <clears throat> They'll almost start an issue with somebody, so that person's just mad. so they won't have to worry about them. Won't have to worry about them. Yeah, they push themselves. Just pushing themselves away into a hole to do it. And I think sometimes they do it so, like, maybe if the person's mad at them, they won't be so. No kind of fix. They it. won't feel guilty about be... killing themselves. Well, there's two elements to it. There's that, but then there's the other element of like actually, I think in a way, in a weird way, looking out for the other person that they care about, almost like causing the distance before the situation so they'll be better, you know, have like, like if you're with that person two yeah. seconds before it and everything's great and then it happens, I, it's, I, I feel like it's a lot heavier than if you like, you know, I can't say that because it's the emotional thing, but like if you haven't seen them in three months or whatever, it's more like, you know, and there, if there's been bad blood for a chunk of time, and you kind of upset with that person or whatever. I feel like it would probably it would clean the slate, you know what I mean, in a way. And it would stop. It'd be the easiest way, you know. It's very hard to fix relationships sometimes. So, yeah. uh, but who, dude? I don't. We don't want to get into the mind of suicide people. Or yeah, can, I mean, I mean, I mean. The thing is, all I'm uh, saying is, and without having like the actual concrete evidence yeah. and actually, you know, eyewitnesses and and other things to go by. And going with the fact that this, uh, taking this as face value as a suicide. Yeah. Because I also believe that there's another type of suicide, which is um, a suicide prompted by an event. Okay. Where something comes up. Okay. And you make the last decision. Okay. You're looking at all your options. You're going to resign. You're going to do this. But something comes up. You're like, okay, I can't resign. I can't say I won't resign and stay on because whatever this issue is is going to come out and destroy 
my hard work, my relationships, those I love. Uh, and I have to make this decision. I have to talk to the president in an hour. Okay, I have to figure this out. And maybe he got in the car and he started driving and he his mind's going crazy and he's like, how do I get out of this? How do I save everything? Everything's unraveling. I can't get out of this way. I can't, you know, save it this way. And maybe, you know, he drove, he ended up there and he had his, his gun with him and he was like, you know what? The only way I can save those I loved from any embarrassment or my friends that I've, I've worked with and been friends with for 42 years that are important people, the only way I can, you know, save everything from this shitstorm that's going to happen is to kill myself. And then he does. And I mean, again, I mean, I have no proof on this. It's just a, a, a speculation. Let me... Let's we'll go deeper into the. You said a lot of the same stuff a lot in this episode. I love you for it. We're gonna get deeper into the facts. We're gonna narrow down your thoughts. The park police supposedly arrived on the scene of Foster's death at six p.m. They identified the body by six thirty. I guess it's kind of hard to do it. You, you don't find his wallet. What's going on? I know he don't got much of a face left, but sometimes his wallets on people like that. But delayed to notify the White House until 8.30. The staff was allegedly not told of Foster's death until at least 9 p.m. So they said, this dude's taking liberty. He's taking a late lunch on his last day. Damn! Um, The official identified Foster's body by Craig Livingston. Former White House security director uh, did not take place until 10 p.m. I guess they'd want to make sure everything was on the up and up. Once you, once you, once you market something, you can't really go back. But there is a lot of sketchy shit going on there. Like you said earlier about usually a suicide would be, you know, almost a good cover up for, they don't really investigate it. You know what I mean? They'd probably do more so now, but like, um, they just say, Oh, cause of death, sadness, broken heart. You know what I mean? Um, but with this case, it's like, I don't know, maybe because he's the politician, because he's in that place, they have to suspect a murder, which is weird because it's kind of like they're going against that. You know what I mean? If it's like, well, we don't want it. We got to take the time for it to, to investigate for murder, but we don't want murder to pop up on that paper. Arkansas State Trooper Roger Perry later said that he felt the FBI uh, tried to pressure him into changing his testimony about when the White House was notified of Foster's death. Perry says he was at the governor's mansion in Little Rock when he answered a call from Chelsea Clinton's nanny, a close Foster family friend, alerting him to Foster's apparent suicide. Perry says he's positive the call came in between 6.30 and 7.30. 7.30 to 8.30 Washington time. The nanny testified before Congress that she herself did not learn of the tragedy until about 10 p.m. and did not place the call uh, to Little Rock until 10.30. And you best believe a nanny is going to do whatever the fuck she's told. She ain't ruffling feathers. If they're like, hey, this is what happened, let's let you know the sky's pink. She goes, the sky's pink. It's a beautiful day. Back in Little Rock, none of the Foster's friends or former associates accepted his death as a suicide. Former Arkansas State Trooper and Clinton confidant, L.D. Brown, good name for a pastor, 
uh, said on October 31st, 1998, Halloween, I remember that Halloween, that he didn't know how Foster had died, but he did know that both investigations by independent counsels, Robert Fisk and Kenneth Starr, uh, were cover-ups. Brown went on to say that most relevant fact about Vince Foster was that he and Hillary Clinton were in the middle of a long, torrid affair. Brown said that he ought to know he was there. Woo! And, you know, even just because Billy's cheating every chance he can get doesn't mean he's cool with her cheating. That could be an issue, too. But as he was there, Hillary and I talked about it often during late-night chats in the governor's mansion. This affair started in Little Rock and drew Vince Foster to Washington and to his death. Without putting the affair between these two people at, at its center, without interviewing Hillary, any investigation into the death of Vince Foster will totally be compromised. You know what I mean? Which makes sense. Makes sense. Um, among conspiracy theorists, the contentions that Foster's death was a murder rather than a suicide are the following. So the, here's the big reasons why people feel. Uh, the positions of Foster's arms and legs were extremely inconsistent with suicide. Um, I wonder what exactly there were. My assumption may be crossed. Uh, I assume with the, with the, but you do there, you move around a little bit from nerves sometimes. Um, especially with something like that where you, you, your adrenaline's going because you know what you're about to do. And then you do it. And with a thing like a gunshot to the head, that's a lot of blood loss. And when you start losing blood, your heart pumps more to try and fill up where that blood should be, so to speak, the blood loss. And then it just like, you know, empties out of you. Um, and you do like do twitches and stuff like that. Um, for the most part, I mean, I don't know, like a, a big bang like that, people usually do. There's not too much di- twitching, really. Like you got some some death shakes, you know. Um, that Ronnie McNutt video was one of the most gruesome suicide videos I've ever seen. I'll say I didn't even, that was a newer one. I didn't even know about. And, uh, the suicide's ugly, not like suicide's painless from mash. Yeah. Um, so do you have an opinion on the way his arms and legs were extremely uh, inconsistent. I love the I mean, know I mean, exactly what they mean by that. Like the yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends what they mean by that. I mean, without having actually... too blurry, the pictures that we got in our research were too blurry to be able to figure out what the deal was. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I know that uh, there's a lot of things with the body when it's dying and it's and all that. Yeah. And how it, it ends up being, it depends on how the body moves and, and, and contorts. And we, um, nobody, nobody brought, brings drugs, possible drugs into the mix. You know, this, this dude could have been a, he could have been like a raging alcoholic. He could have been a complete drug addict. You know what I mean? Like maybe, you know, maybe he picked up some drugs and, you know, got high one more time before he killed himself. That why he was in like a su- suburb atmosphere and i know you'd want to jump immodically to the hood getting drugs but when you're a politician you get your drugs from the suburb you don't gotta go into the hood the suburb boys go into the hood to get the drugs (laughs) and then you go to the suburb boys you know what i mean yeah well i mean the thing is that i'm i just think that if if it was just a plain out murder 
Yeah. That it would have been set up better. Okay. I think that, especially since the fact that he's supposed to be going to uh, see the president to resign and and all that, there's obviously there's something going on. We've got a couple of things to run through, yeah. Well, the arms and legs, they're probably going with the fact that if he was tied up beforehand, like once you die, you kind of go into a position, and once you're there, once rigor mortis starts setting in, it's hard to kind of move the body around without breaking it. <clears throat> you get to actually like break bones and joints and shit. Um, so like it's possible that he was found with like in a weird way that his legs were like, you know, st- in a certain they were tied when he died. You know, the, the way that and if you ever see, yeah, we won't talk about death videos too much, but people do like weird. They like tent, put their arms out and stuff and do weird yeah. shit. But um, the the almost total lack of blood and brain tissue at the site indicates that Foster was killed elsewhere and carried to the park. See, that goes in with the hand thing and the arms. Like, if they tied him up in a basement somewhere, arms and legs, and then who shot him, left his brain, you know, you leave what, leave what you take what you can. You know what I mean? Take yeah. what you can. And they, you know, because they're at the top like that, they don't have to work. They can probably make a call and make the investigation sloppy like I think they did. Um, but I think that th- that goes into it where it was almost a, a, a different place. You know what I mean? Because once, you know, you kill him somewhere and then you, you set it, which I feel like what, it'd be much easier just to have two guys get into a car, like like mafia style, like Irishman style, where they don't know. Um, they, they just think you're getting a car and the next thing you know, they get a hole in their head. You know what I mean? It'd be much easier for a dude just to pop somebody in a car and then just leave the gun and walk away, I feel, and just make sure that their perimeter is safe. Just make sure that perimeter is safe at the time. They can get in, do what they got to do, leave, and then by the time the public sees it, the dude's gone type deal. Um, but, yeah, the lack of blood and brain tissue is kind of an issue, I'd say. Um, you know, getting shot in the head is, like, very bloody. It's a very bloody endeavor, you know what I mean? Depending how, you know, the, the, the impact of the wound, you could be, it could be, buckets of blood pouring out or it could be, you know, like a slow whatever, you know, it's like spilling your Coca-Cola. You know, you never know. Um, Foster was not wearing gloves, uh, yet neither of the revolver's hand grips yielded any fingerprints. They should also check his hands for gunpowder residue because sometimes you get that too. But I, don't, I think that they were they were working overtime for the boys. You know what I mean? Wink, wink, wink. Um... But yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, if Foster had truly placed the barrel of a thirty-eight revolver in his mouth and pulled the trigger, the blowback would have coated the pistol in Foster's hand and white shirt and sleeve in a spray of blood and gun residue. You know what I mean? That is the gunpowder deal. No blood or gunpowder residue was found on the barrel, cylinder, or the grips, and very little blood was found at the site. Yeah, like I said, that's... When you do that, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a messy endeavor for sure. Yeah. Um, also, Foster must have already been dead when the pistol was placed in his mouth uh, for the head wound would have continued to bleed for some time after the death. That's another thing, too. He doesn't, even if he wasn't killed with a gun somewhere else, 
that kind of ties that into making sense too, because you, you assume if you don't have his blood and brains with him, all of them, then he was probably shot somewhere else. But if he was dead, if they just suffocated him or gave him a dose, you know what I mean? And he died. Um, who's to say? And then after the fact that you shoot him in the head, dude, there'll still be some, there'll still be some ish. You know what I mean? There'll still be some ish. Um, do you want to comment on that one at all? I know I breezed through a couple. Get one more. Um, just that. Uh, I'm. I mean, that's yeah. Really- I mean, I'm the the only only thing that I I find interesting is okay. Uh, if if he was killed somewhere else and brought to the car, that's that's fine. Now, does it have a description of the suburb every area they found him in? No, but my, I'm I'm having a medium visual right now. I'm having I see a, a, a cul-de-sac with a couple houses close by, but that's what I see. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, the fact is, if you if you're doing that, you're moving the body, you're putting it in, and then you're putting in a somewhat residential area. The question I would have is, you know, why no one, you know. Saw them doing this. Well, maybe they I mean, they were to, maybe it was suburbs because they were like maybe a, a higher a higher payroll, higher pay grade where uh, certain people could talk to certain people and they wouldn't talk about it anymore. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, uh, they meshed in world. A favor was owned or something mafioso style. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that he. It could be a fresh made. De- it could be a freshly developed area too. There could have been. It's even more mafioso. There could have just been like houses freshly built where there'd be nobody there. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's very weird. If it pulled up, if he pulled up just right in front of a, in front of a, in front of a, like a, a popping suburban area where people are roaming around and just did it, that'd be a lot more difficult to kind of. Then you'd almost want to talk about some MK Ultra, some like brainwashing thing where like he was like, I gotta do this, fighting it the whole time. But yeah, I mean, uh, the you- thing is that that's all possible. I mean, the real question is what the real cover up is. I mean, we all can agree that there's a cover up, that there's, uh, he was involved in something. Of course, you know. The whole point of of getting rid of him, so whatever the cover up never really came to light. I think him wanting, to, I think him wanting him. The whole story about him meeting with the president to resign is just that was just evidence in their favor to say that they can say, well, he he was had something personal going on and he couldn't do the duty, and then they can blame whatever that personal thing is for why he did what he did, but I'm with you. I think there's definitely, and I think it goes deeper than just a set, him, him having the affair. I, you know, yeah, yeah. It has to be something more than that. Bill because could be, Bill could yeah. be psycho jealous like that. I mean, with the way he acts, it'd be kind of, even he could, he'd have to see the hypocrisy in that. But like, I think there was definitely, maybe he, like you said, I think maybe he's seen something. He was so close when they got to that upper league of politics. He, it was like, well, check this out, or check this out. You know, look how we're balling now with this info. And he's seen something that uh, they should. Somebody probably went back and were like, "You shouldn't have showed him that." Like, you know, the people we call them the people. Yeah, yeah, people and and, fire, uh, you know and, I mean? and you know, they worried that he was going to either, either talk people. or he was, you know, 
slipping info to someone. I mean, the fact is that, I mean, all of those are uh, possibilities. And, right. you know, without actually being there and, and having the, the um, pictures, it's it's hard to really uh, solidify what, what really happened. I mean, the fact is that, you know, when you're up there um, at that level of, of, of government and the intrigue and the politics and the secrets and all that, I... If they think that the only way to either uh, keep their secrets safe is to kill you, there's no issue, no matter um, who's in the political office. I think that they know that going I, – I, but I still think it's mafioso where it's like if you're at that, that big table, like you know that you're supposed to act a certain way and you're supposed to do certain things. Like that's kind of the oath that you take. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the oath, and you would think that if uh, we're talking about a guy who's been, you know, pretty much um, connected to the hip with the Clintons on all of that, and the reason they brought him up was because of how connected he is with them, that, you know, they were confident that he would not squeal like a pig. But because of this sudden death, maybe he had a... Uh, out of conscience or something that they did or was involved with or made him do was something so horrendous that he couldn't even, you know, uh, slot this off. So, and that's another reason why he might have been rubbed out. There's a thing they talk about in the entertainment business where you almost have to sacrifice a loved one for to have, like, huge success. Kanye West is the biggest example of it because he talked about it. Maybe he's a crazy guy, but like, you know, he said that he sacrificed his mother because she died. She like died right when he got famous, like right after he got famous. And he said he sacrificed his mother. I think he more so means he sacrificed the relationship with her, um, like didn't see her as much and maybe didn't make the decisions that she would like to have made. But it could have been straight up that deal. A lot of people make a deal with the devil for fame and fortune, you know what I mean? Um, but you, if you bring that into politics, is 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 successful as the Clintons have become in politics because love them or hate them, incredibly successful in the political world. Like, they're, the Clintons were, were the new Kennedys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, like, they, they brought in a dude that they were very friendly with for 42 years that pretty much helped give you know, Hillary, her start in politics, uh, you, you got to start in politics and end up a, a politician. That's how it goes. You know what I mean? Or um, law, rather law, law, you know, not all, but. Well, law and politics gave her a start, really yeah. go, go hands in hands. But he gave her a start in law. And, you know, for many, many moons, everybody's kind of known that Hillary's kind of the brains of the operation between the couple of her and Bill. Like it was kind of, you know, she would she would kind of call the shots. So, like, realistically, the dude that gave them the start, a, f- a father figure, if you will, maybe a sacrifice of their dedication had to happen to the political beast to get them. Because they are the, you you mean, the big Clinton, Clintons are the biggest po- po- political family, I'd say, going, you know what I mean? They they hold the crown. The daughter never got into politics. They're Chelsea. Um but whatever she got into uh, is probably more lucrative and cooler. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's very interesting stuff, but I think we definitely agree that Homeboy, you know, unless he, he – I don't really think – there's too much There's too much evidence. I don't think it was him. I don't think me and the Hawkenizer will say that we think that he definitely did it out of sadness. We think that he – yeah, I think he, he was probably planning on doing something wild with info that he had. And he was gonna. He was planning on stepping down and maybe writing a book or doing something. Uh, maybe getting a movie, a motion picture made. You know what I mean? Um, but I do think that they got hip to him being hip to him thinking about doing something that they don't really want him to do. And uh, I can only when you're president, like Clinton was like really. You know, people have always hated presidents, but the presidency really became like a a jester chair, like a mockery kind of with Clinton where, cause all of his business and dirty laundry was all over the white house lawn. So like he was really the first one that everybody made fun of presidents, but he was really one of the first ones that it was like, all right, it's official. We have fucking clowns in here. You know what I mean? Like this, this dude's a fucking joke. Um, but you know, at, at first they were probably being very protective of their reputation. It's got, I mean, they, they, they get a weird reputation where there's certain, you know, the love and hate dude. It's a weird deal. I'm neither, I've never met him. So I can't really have any opinion on him as people. I just see what's in the media and stuff, um, which there's a lot of bad stuff in the media. So there's going to be something to take with that. But with that being said, I think it's time to wrap up the show. What do you think, Alex? Or do you have something else to add? Oh no, I, I got nothing else to add. Um, uh, it, uh, yeah, like we said, I mean, it's it's uh, definitely. I mean, the possibility is definitely something. Something went down, and he he uh, either he had had someone someone had him uh, uh, killed, or he killed himself. The end result is, you know. Uh, he died, and the fact is the question that why was it? Why did he have to either kill himself or get killed? And right. the fact is when you're dealing with um, uh, people of that certain level, uh, it could be anything. It could be something as simple as, you know, uh, he just pissed off Hillary and told her that, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're ending uh, our relationship or something like that. But I think it's probably something more than that because... It's got to be a little bigger. I yeah, I think it's bigger for... than that, but the yeah. end result is um, we don't know, but uh, definitely something very shady happened, and his death will always be shrouded in mystery. Much like the two the hosts of Behold the Pill podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen... We hope you uh, enjoyed the, 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 we won't even say first episode back of the new year. Though it is, though it is, and we're happy to be here with y'all, spinning some truths and some questionable stuff and trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, we don't know what the fuck went down, but we like to give our opinion. We like to give our opinion when we can. And uh, these things are super interesting. You know, the dark side of the fucking earth. You know what I mean? Forget about Pink Floyd. Uh, just Pink Girth. We're talking about penis. You're getting it on the behold. All right. With that being said, we'll catch all y'all on the next episode of Behold, 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 A Pale Podcast.
So the way that it works, so he's 48, father of three. He had been really a big deal and considered a white knight, a good guy in Arkansas. And he was Hillary Clinton's mentor at the Rose Law Firm. He comes to Washington to help them out. He's put in his deputy White House counsel. He's doing the stuff there, and he stinks at it. It's going very poorly. He's helping these people get ready for confirmation. Their confirmations go down in flames. They, the Clintons fire everybody in the White House travel office. He's in charge of the investigation into that. And everybody's saying, and it's being saying in the Wall Street Journal editorial page and everywhere else, this is a cover-up, this is a sham, this is a disaster. And he sees his reputation that was once so sterling shredded. He starts freaking out. He gets on antidepressants from his hometown doctor, but he is coming unwound, and everybody says so. And that's why people think that they say he was covering something up, or the Clintons were covering something up. He knew and was going to blow the whistle on it, and that that's why, says the Internet, uh, something more happened. The Internet says one thing, and six mm -hmm. investigations, including one by Ken Starr, say something very different, which is the man took his own life and murder had nothing to do with it. Murder had nothing to do with it. Murder had nothing to do 